why you want the bigger lips or why you want the bigger boobs is because your subconscious believes that that will make you better or more normal or prettier or whatever it is because you've been influenced by the media. And if you sit here and go, no, I haven't been influenced by the media. This is what I'm talking about. You have, and it's so subtle that you don't even know. Hello and welcome to the Feminine as Fuck podcast. I am your host, Monica Yates, the period whisperer, a trauma healer, and an embodiment coach for both men and women. Well, obviously periods just for women. I am a double Sagittarius, a rising Gemini, an Enneagram 8, and a generator. I know, it's a lot. I'm here for it. I help women to get into their magnetic as fuck feminine energy and for men to feel ecstasy and intimacy. In these episodes, I love to talk about things that people are thinking but too afraid to say, as well as educating you on everything that I know in this brain, body, and soul of mine. You can find all the ways to work with me on my website. And with that, let's jump into today's episode. Welcome back to another podcast. I am in New York City. Oh my God, it's been a year. It's been over a year since I have been home. Like this is my home. I grew up in New York. I am Australian, but I actually grew up in New York for those of you that don't know. So basically I was born in Australia, born in Melbourne. When I was 13 months old, we moved to New York and lived there for seven years. So my childhood is there. And then we moved back to Sydney. I lived in Sydney for seven years and then Melbourne for seven years. So when people ask me, like, where'd you grow up? I'm like, New York. And then they're like, but where are you from? I'm like, well, I was born in Australia. And they're like, okay, so like, where did you grow up? And I'm like, well, I had seven years in New York, seven years in Sydney, seven years in Melbourne. So I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, I can't tell you that. I, I can't answer that question. It's equal time everywhere. Anyway. So I'm really, really glad to be home. It just feels so good to be back here, you know, organizing my dream apartment. And uh, my mom's an amazing interior designer. So she's doing the whole insides. I am going big. Like the, there is no budget. Like I am just so excited to really fucking create my home. Um, and for those of you that don't know, I was living in New York before the pandemic. And then I was like, oh, I'll just go to London for a month, you know, as we all thought. Just to be safe, didn't want to be in the city. Um, and I've got a British passport. Um, my dad's British and then I got stuck there for a year and then obviously it was just a hell hole. So I was like, I'm fucking out. And I, and I made it work. I made, I made the decision to take the leap and it was scary. It was so fucking scary. If you've read, um, unedited issue, like two or three, I think it's three. Um, I was really petrified. Like I had for the first time in my life, I had anxiety about traveling Um, and it wasn't about the flying. It was about like the COVID stuff. So yeah, if any of you guys are not listening, not reading the magazine, I'd be really reading it. It's a fucking vibe. One of my friends is in this month and she actually just texted me being like, babe, I've never like sat down and read the whole magazine front to back. I'm like, holy fuck. It's amazing. It's so beautiful. You put so much effort into it. I'm like, thank you. I do. Um, and so does Sarah. So if you guys haven't been reading it, please read it because a lot of time and effort goes into them. It's not long. You could read the magazine front to back in like 15, 20 minutes. Um, And so it's just a really nice little like kind of afternoon thing for you to do. And there are so many amazing articles in there. It's not just full of like random shit. It's like valuable information and content and free content. So I would be downloading the magazine. I'll put the link in the description um, below so that you guys can uh, start, start reading it. It comes out every month. Anyway. So today we are talking about a topic that I feel like I have been asked so many times 
it's like I've been meaning to do a podcast on this for so fucking long and I just like haven't gotten around to it and we are going to have a guest come on um, in a little bit to discuss her experience with breast implant illness disease. Um, That's going to be her experience but I kind of want to do more of like the backside of things just to like add context and to talk about this topic because I get asked it a lot. So the usual DM that I'll get is like, hey Monica, like I love all of your advice. It's always at one point. What's your, what's your thoughts with breast implants? And I'm like, well... I'm like, basically my like long story short is fuck no. And I'm going to give you guys an explanation why. And I want to like also preface, like there's always going to be that, you know, um, there's always going to be that exempt exemption, uh, that, that what's the word? Is it exemption? Like that, the scenario where it's like, whatever I'm saying is like not right. Like exempt, whatever the fucking phrase is. I don't know. Point being is like, you know, if you've had breast cancer, for example, um, And you've had to have both your breasts removed and then you want to get breast implants. It's obviously a different fucking scenario altogether. Like I'm not denying that. So I'm just good. I'm talking about a general consensus um, because I see a lot of young women wanting to get breast implants or cosmetic surgery or whatever it is. And I kind of want to talk about that today. So obviously, obviously I haven't had my boobs done. Um, People sometimes ask me because I have like D's, like I've got quite big boobs um, and they're generally pretty out there I don't I don't hide them and they're quite perky but I'm also I'm, I'm young not but I'm I'm young so like I'm just gonna honor that I'm young and breast um massage keeps them fucking perky pilates because you build that muscle behind your boobs um and also what was I gonna say um also feminine energy so I kind of want to preface also like if you want a natural boob job, fucking do Queen Alchemy because the amount of women that do Queen Alchemy, me included, and my boobs just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I think we've hit a threshold now of like size D, sometimes double D. Um, sometimes like in Blue Bella, that beautiful lingerie brand, I buy a lot of their stuff. Um, I have to be double D in their stuff. Um, but they were on like a tiny bit small, especially for like some of the really lacy, skimpy ones. Like I need the double D. Um, but generally I'm like a pretty solid D. Anyway, um, but what was I going to say? So yeah, the more that I've gotten into my feminine, the more my boobs have just like exploded. I used to be like a B, like in, honestly, I was like an A for a while, like obviously puberty. And then I was like kind of a B. Um, and my sister used to have much big boobs than me. And now I have bigger boobs than my sister. Um, so yeah, the bottom line is the more that I've gotten into my feminine, the bigger my boobs have got. And it happens to my clients also. So like, that's the first thing. If you would like a natural boob job, just do Queen Alchemy. (laughs) which by the way is open for enrollment right now. And this is going to be the second last round of the year. So if you don't join this round, you have to wait till September. Fuck waiting that long. So if you want to join Queen Alchemy, it is open right now. So you better send us an email and then you can join the website pages below. Okay, so let's talk about breast implant illness disease. So something I also want to preface is that so many women, like every single of one of my clients pretty much, I think pretty much every single one of them, um that has gotten breast implants and then worked with me wishes that they didn't get them because they really connect to their body. They connect to their feminine. They create such deep fucking love and respect and inner peace that they're like, Oh my God, I really wish I didn't get these. And then they have to work through that as well. You know, they tune into their heart and in their heart, they wish they didn't get them because they feel like they're actually a bit disconnected from their body because it's not their body. It's fake, right? It's not actually your breasts. You know, there can also be numbness and a lack of pleasure 
after you have breast implants, which obviously can affect your connection with your body, can affect your connection with your heart. It can affect your ability to have pleasure during sex and pleasure through your breasts. And that can affect your intimate life and it can affect your relationship with yourself. It can make you feel like something's wrong with you because you're having some numbness or a bit of pain in a certain spot or whatever from your breast implants. Other thing also is that breast implants are so close to your heart. Don't block your heart chakra, baby. Like don't block your heart chakra, right? And like these breast implants aren't like made of fucking avocado oil where it's like, oh yeah, nourishing with some like rose hip added in there. This These breast implants, which I'll talk about in a second, are made full of fucking shit and you're putting it like right near your heart chakra, right near your breast. Like, you know, I've had... um some family friends who have had major problems like breastfeeding and actually had got Lyme disease and full-on autoimmune issues from their breast implants. They deny it and they deny it and they deny it. And I'm like, um, hello. So many of you have probably actually heard of breast implant illnesses. And if you haven't, Google it because there are so many cases now of breast implant illnesses and it's not talked about heavily. Why? Because if all of a sudden we're all telling people don't get breast implants, guess what? The pharmaceutical industry and the medical industry aren't making as much money, which they don't like. So like use your brain. Um, what was I going to say? So yeah, these breast implants are full of shit and they can have so many implications afterwards that I would just never, I would never put my body and my future children through that risk for the sake of like bigger boobs. Because most of the time, and this is actually pretty much all of the time, I'm going to say, it's an insecurity issue. And these insecurities come from comparisonitis. Because if you've never seen another woman's D-boobs and, and you've never seen a movie where men prefer the big boobs to the small boobs, for example, which not all men do, by the way, for example, then you would never have created the insecurity of like, my boobs aren't big enough and my boobs aren't good enough. When you feel like some part of your body isn't enough, it's because you're subconsciously actually comparing it to somebody else. You know, social media makes us look at these the fake bodies because they're all filtered and they're all um, uh, they're all photoshopped. There's a there's an Instagram that I follow and it's like it's like c- c- celeb something or other. Let me try. Oh, I can't find it. I'll put it in another episode if I find it. But basically, this Instagram it like calls out all these celebrities and they put like body filters. Like I didn't know this. You can put body filters um on yourself so you've got like you know different celebrities that actually have a whole body filter and they'll glitch and then you can see it okay it's called celebrity plastic celeb plastic is the handle or just search celebrity plastic and it's insane like this this person basically shows like all the photoshop that they do and like the filters through their body and all that kind of stuff and it's really really opens your eyes to like what you see on social media a lot of the time if you're following like celebrities and stuff is Photoshop to some extent. Um, and so as a result, and even if it's Photoshop a tiny bit, it doesn't matter. It does instill the fact that like my waist needs to be smaller or my bum needs to be bigger or my boobs need to be bigger or my jawline needs to be like more skinny or something. I don't know what the fucking word is. Like my jawline needs to be like less chinny. I don't like less like whatever it's called. I don't fucking know. The bottom line is like your desire very often to have cosmetic surgery is like an insecurity thing. And and I know some people say, no, I'm not insecure. It's like for self-love. And like, look, there is an argument that I'm not denying that, that like, you know, maybe if, you know, you, for example, not like you naturally have like next to no lips. And so you'd like some, some lip filler or is that what it's called? Or lip inject, lip botox, what I don't know what it's called, whatever. You make your lips bigger, plump them up, whatever it's fucking called. 
Um, and that really does make you feel a bit better about yourself. Like there's obviously an argument for that. And I'm so not denying that argument whatsoever because like half the, like, you know, half of the reason why I work out and why I like do Pilates and why I love skiing and all that kind of stuff is because it makes my body look good. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say like, oh, I only work out for my mental health. Like, fuck no. Like, yes, I work out because it makes me feel good. But the reality is it also makes me feel good because I look in the mirror and I love my, what I see. Like, I, I feel strong. I feel sexy. I can see my curves, like I can see definition on my stomach and my arms and my bum is perky and like and I like that stuff like so I'm not going to sit here and say that like I don't like my physical body to look good however like I'm also going to admit that like I've noticed recently that sometimes I will be like are my lips small and I'll be like holy fuck Monica and I'll catch myself and I'm like no it's just that now you only see plumped up lips so I now think my lips are small and the reality is when I got my jaw surgery which you can listen to an episode about that a couple episodes ago, um, which was, was for like, uh, it was actually for a physical reason and like a little bit cosmetic. But if you listen to that episode, you'll understand why I did the cosmetic side of it because I was literally going to have like no face if I didn't do it. Anyway, um, when I got that jaw surgery, it looked like I'd had Botox and like I'd had like lip fillers because my lips look so much bigger and nothing, they hadn't done anything to my lips. It was just because of the jaw surgery. And now like a couple of years later, I'm like, oh no, my lips not big. Do I have really small lips? And it's like, no, that's actually because I'm subconsciously comparing myself to all the other people because every single person nowadays has lip fillers and you can't even fucking tell whether they have or not unless they have like a full like ducks thingy above right um and so like and you know what really what was what is a reason of like the self-love side as well is that I love myself so deeply that I personally and again choose for yourself this is my opinion but I've been asked about it a lot and I'm gonna give you guys some research in a second um my opinion also is that I love my body so fucking much and I love my hormones to be balanced and I want I do, I do not want my kids to have any issues because I've shoved myself with any more toxins than what's already in our day-to-day life that I don't want to put anything toxic in my body whether it's fake eyelashes whether it's I've now seen like Botox for like your eyelashes or something I don't even know how that works or you know I don't want Botox in my face or my lips or I don't want a boob job or any of these things because also you don't know what that is going to do to your body and me personally a fucking like a really deep sense of self-love is like I don't want to shove something in my body that it's not natural that could actually affect my body personally that's like when you know when people say like oh it's self-love to just like eat donuts all day I'm like no it's not right that to me is not self-love to eat donuts all day you can listen to my like episode about like you can love yourself and still still lose weight I talk about that in there of like that personally is not self-love to me because if you really loved your body you'd want to fuel it because you want your body to be like thank you for feeding me broccoli and not canola oil like that to me is self-love so you know I don't I don't think it's just self-love to um just like get boob jobs next time now there is slightly a different argument in that sense for like cosmetic surgeries of like a nose job if you're if you got like a really bad nose and you're super insecure about it different story or like you can't wear sunglasses because of it right or jaw surgery or um I don't know what else what else are some other things that you can get that's like not okay whatever the point of those is that um they what is like a little bit better to me about that like if you wanted to choose something if you needed to is that you're not shoving chemicals in your body for like a nose job right you're traumatizing the fuck out of your body but that can that's healed right over time but you're not putting chemicals inside your body 
for a long period of time, unlike say Botox from Injected Sex Y and Z. Now I know people then say, well, I get Botox for my migraines. And it's like, no, 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 that's a Band-Aid. Botox does not do fucking anything for the root cause of your migraines. Your migraines are not because you are deprived of Botox and your jaw clenching at nighttime and your you know, teeth grinding is not a result of you being deficient in in Botox. No, the Botox is a band-aid. It is not a solution. The solution to those things is Queen Alchemy. And I've had, you've probably seen so many girls in their screenshots and stuff that I share on Instagram and on the website page that have had their TMJ disappear from Queen Alchemy. That solves the root problem. Um, Botox doesn't. So that's kind of the first, the first couple things I wanted to say about like the whole like self-love side of things. And I know some people are going to disagree with me and say like, you know, well, if you're if you say that you empower women, we're women and then you're not empowering Botox, I'm like, I don't really see how the two are the same. To, to be honest, I don't really see how that's the same because I'm what I'm saying is like, love your body the way that it is. Um, and there's always obviously going to be a line of like, if you had, like for me, I had a, I had an underbite when I was younger and you couldn't tell when I was a teenager because of the amount of orthodontic work that we'd done, but I couldn't keep living like that. I needed to have the jaw surgery and it was the worst thing I'd ever done to myself, but also the best thing I'd ever done to myself. And I don't regret it one bit. I'm so glad that I got it. But that's a little bit of a different scenario, right? Because like my life was challenging with the, with my jaw issue. And, you know, people have challenging lives with, with other issues where they need to get a cosmetic, a, a, like a nose job, for example, that maybe they've broken their nose when they're young, or maybe they, you know, um, they, they, they have really big noses in their family and they're so insecure about it that, that, that they like can't sleep at night, right? Because they can never wear sunglasses or, you know, people look at them funny or whatever. Like I totally get that. And that's a different scenario than, than pumping up your lips because for example, like that makes you feel better about yourself. Like my argument is, okay and can you not feel good about yourself as you are does that make sense like and just overline your lips if you want bigger lips and remember the only reason why you want big this is the key thing ladies the only reason why you want the bigger lips or why you want the bigger boobs is because your subconscious believes that that will make you better or more normal or prettier or whatever it is because you've been influenced by the media. And if you sit here and go, no, I haven't been influenced by the media. This is what I'm talking about. You have, and it's so subtle that you don't even know, right? It's so subtle that you can't even, you don't, we don't even know it because it's like this little bit every fucking day that becomes just our reality. And so we don't know that this is like just a moment in time where things could change and in 10 years time having no lips is the vibe do you know what I mean like you look at these trends in society right like whatever year it was to be like a stick figure like that was sexy and now now the curves are sexy and big bums are sexy and and it it changes and you're changing your body based on a trend not based on like this deep like this will, you know, allow me to like wear sunglasses or something. Do you know what I'm saying? I hope this is like coming across. And this is not to say that if you, I've had friends that have had like work done um, and, you know, like it's, it's obvious that they've had work done and I do not think of any, I do not think any less of them because they have, I still love them X, Y, and Z. It's just that I've been asked this a lot and this is my this is the, this is my, this is my truth on it. Everyone is allowed to have their own truth on it. And this is my truth on it. Um, 
And I've kind of like held back to talk about this for a long time because it can really fucking stir the pot. But I'm just going to say it because the bottom line is I don't want women shoving themselves full of these hormones that affects them later in life. Not full of, not full of hormones. I don't want women shoving themselves full of these toxic chemicals that's, that's going to affect them later in life when I could have said something that made them go, oh my God, she's so right. I need to learn to just embrace myself as it is. And also I want to say subconsciously a lot of women do these things for men even if you're like no no I'm doing it for me subconsciously so deep down it's like a man pleasing thing there's people pleasing and there's man pleasing and it's like really 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 deep in that feminine core that you won't even necessarily be able to recognize it's like if I have a little bit of bigger lips then like you know he'll tell me that I have really nice lips or that you know um he'll he'll look at me more if my boobs are a bit bigger and and you you may not even know this consciously but it's so just subconscious and there's nothing wrong with this right because biologically speaking women want to be protected and provided for by men so we want to be attractive for men so that a man quote-unquote chooses us and then we're looked after so there's nothing wrong with that it's our biological like functions doing its job um it's just kind of recognizing that and I will say a majority of men are like why do women get their lips filled I don't get it or I prefer natural boobs I don't like like the feeling of fake boobs so majority of men um and good men I will say really prefer the natural beauty to the fake beauty just like in case any of you are doing it for the man issue the man kind of thing um okay so let's jump more into the breast implant illness disease and I want to talk about this because it's really filled like breast implant and all diseases literally because of the amount of toxins that breast implants are filled with. So there are stories all over the internet where women are experiencing like mysterious symptoms such as fatigue, depression, anxiety, chest pain, chills, rashes, hair loss, thyroid issues, hormonal imbalances, all, like infertility, all these issues. And they suspect one cause is obviously their breast implants because it was off it, more than more often than not, the breast implants was the starting point of this like, you know, cascade of um, hormonal um, health, sorry, of this cascade of health issues. And when you look at the statistics, ladies, of the women that are choosing to have breast implants, the majority of women having breast implants, actually 80% of the women that are having breast implants are actually doing so for cosmetic reasons and that definitely raises a, a, a bit of a red flag for me right because I'm like our society is now just getting to a point where all these women are trying to change their bodies to look better or to be more accepted or to have this like validation and I, I'm saying this like and I really want you guys to just be open-minded to this because like I never knew that I was craving validation from my dad until I did this work Right. And that's why I'm saying so many women will come to me with Queen Alchemy or whatever, and they have had breast implants, implant, implants previously, and they do Queen Alchemy and they're like, fuck, why did I get these? And they realize why they got them and then they regret it. And it's like, so many women are doing this for cosmetic reasons and it's not because of deep fucking self-love it's because deep 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 down in their subconscious they'll actually feel better about themselves for having breast implants or for having bigger boobs or for like men looking at them more and that kind of stuff and that's what we need to heal right the other 20 percent of implant procedures are for breast reconstruction among women that have had like a mastectomy um to obviously treat or prevent breast cancer so that's obviously a different story and i'm not talking about that because i think that's totally valid and i'm so glad that we that we have these facilities and these um this technology now where women can you know have a mastectomy and then have the breast implants um to still feel like they have breasts and they're a woman and x y and z um so yeah i'm not talking about that in this conversation obviously like i said before so 
doctors, the thing is, doctors are so used to depression, autoimmune issues, anxiety, thyroid conditions, fucking a whole host of hormonal issues. Like it's just their normal, like slap a fucking pill on it, slap a bandaid. Here's a prescription for this, do like, whatever, right? Because it's so normal to have all these d- depression, anxiety issues, thyroid issues, whatever, and not normal, common, they are not linking it to breast implant illness disease they're not linking it to the fact that like huh you've got these massive load of toxins in your body maybe this is what's caused your thyroid issues it's just like oh that's just like part of getting older or it's just oh it's part of being a woman or it's oh it's just part of like everyone has thyroid issues it's just you know the reason why thyroid issues are up now is just because we we just we have more research and we can we can um we have better ability we have um what's the fucking word we can we can track these more what's oh you know the argument of like oh the reason why like we're, we're better at calculating statistics what the, what's the fucking phrase i can't think of it but like you know when there's like you know every second child basically these days um is born with some sort of health issue and you know it's you know no one no one will fucking say that it's because of the toxic load that are that's in their mothers or because of the estrogen dominance they'll say or the gut health issues they'll say it's because you know well in the olden days we just couldn't track these statistics as much as what we can now and i'm like that's a load of fucking bullshit so like I mean there's obviously always like there's a yes and to it so like yes we can track things better and if you use your common sense like the estrogen dominance that are in women or the toxic load that's in women or the trauma and the stress like that's also contributing to the rise of x y and z issues with um babies anyway that's a different podcast altogether so when we're talking about the breast implants, the silicon is the base of the common breast implants, right? And it has the ability, silicon has the ability to change your immune system, to change your endocrine system, so your endocrinology, um, which is like your hormonal system, um, and to change neurotransmitter functions. That's your brain functions, right? It has a very strong irritant of the immune system. So it really does irritate the immune system that can, and it can lead to then things like inflammation in your body, which then leads to a whole host of other health issues. It can lead to the production of antibodies, right? And other immune responses. So that's going to cause the autoimmune issues where your body is like, you know, fucking fighting itself, um, which isn't a good thing. When you've got a whole host of inflammation in your body, that's where you're going to have the hormonal issues. That's where you're going to have the um, the ridiculous amounts of like skin irritation or gut health issues, your hair falling out um, or inability to sleep, that kind of stuff. Um, so both saline and the silicon breast implants have semi-permeable silicon shells, which means that the toxins inside the breast implant can actually leak outside of it, right? Because they're semi-permeable, right? So the inflammation to the immune system is obviously going to be pretty fucking high because your immune system is in contact with the toxic load inside of the breast implants, so, so many of you guys asked me, as I was talking about before, what is my take on breast implants? What is my take on whatever? This is my fucking take. Don't put toxic chemicals inside your body. Whether it is the makeup that you use, whether it is the injections that are going in your lip or your forehead, whether it is the breast implants, whether it's the Botox to quote unquote help your, like help your teeth grind, your jaw grinding, whether it is... Um, the fucking, what else, what else, what else is some fucking toxic loads, whether it is the, um, shit food that you eat, like all the canola oil that's in your packaged food that you eat, whatever it is, don't put toxic chemicals in your body when you can avoid them. Key thing, when you can avoid them. 
let's be real. We live in a fucking society. I live in New York right now. Like I'm surrounded by 5G, pollution, blah, blah, blah. And I can't avoid that shit. But what I do do is I make sure that I am not then throwing in a pile of other shit onto my body because my body already needs to deal with all of the toxic load of just living, right? Of stress, of chemicals from whatever, of the pollution, of like gasoline in the air, of the 5G, whatever, of the Wi-Fi. It already has to deal with that kind of stuff. The, to- the, the shit in the water, it already has to deal with that. So why would I then add on a pile of other things that my body then has to like try and deal with, right? This is, it's like the straw that broke the camel's back. That doesn't mean then do your breast implants and then eat a million vegetables. No, that means don't put things in your body that don't need to go in your body and that you are choosing to put in your body. As in you're choosing to have breast implants unless you've had a mastectomy. You're choosing to have breast implants. You're not choosing to breathe in gasoline. I mean, I guess technically you are, but like you're living in a city where it's just around you. Yeah. Now, yes, I'm choosing to live in New York City and I can't avoid those things. I want to live in New York, full stop, but I'm then not also choosing to eat shit food, to drink alcohol every day and like a pile of sugary alcohol to then, you know, um, put have breast implants or uh, toxic chemicals in my body. I, I wear all natural makeup and no toxins at all. Like I do all of these things so there is no straw that broke the camel's back, okay? Because it's not, it's not just about the one big thing. It's about all the little things that you do day to day. So the bottom line is don't put toxic chemicals into your body. If you need to have like a reconstructive surgery, like that's a fucking different story. Yes, when you have surgery, and I've talked about this before, yes, when you have surgery, there's a pile of chemicals that are going into your body and it's needed, right? Like you need to have... a the codeine after your surgery, for example, so that your brain isn't having this crazy stress response that's causing phantom pain. That's what happened to me because I wasn't taking the I wasn't taking my pain medication because I was so worried about it ruining my liver that as a result of it I created phantom pain in my leg, which was a whole fucking other issue that I then had to deal with because no one no doc, none of the doctors explained to me the reason why we give you these pain medications is so that your brain isn't having this freak out session of stress so that your body is actually able to heal faster and you're not going to create phantom pain. Like the, the, the pills, yes, they do fuck your liver and you can deal with that after. Because obviously, you know, the, I mean, one day let's hope that there are doctors in hospitals that know the Eastern side and the Western sides, so they can kind of give you the dish on both. Anyway, don't put chemicals in your body. The next thing, you have no idea how this could harm you later in life and your future children. You have no idea whether your breast implants are going to affect your kid's life, whether it's their birth or whether it's when they're 20 years old, right? Or 50 years old. You have no idea how, you know, your Botox is going to affect you later in life and how it's affecting your liver. You have no idea. I don't know what, what other cosmetic things can get done. I don't fucking know. You have no idea how these things are affecting your body. Even when it comes to toxic chemicals in makeup, which I should I should do an episode on, you have no idea. Well, we do have an idea, but you personally, you don't know how wearing all the fucking MAC makeup is going to affect the um the health of your future baby because that shit loads on a pile of fake estrogen, which does affect your baby. And I'm not going to go into it because there's many different arguments for it and there's some really interesting ones that I've looked into you don't want to have estrogen dominance right because it can affect your child especially if they're a boy um so we are not made to put these horrible chemicals inside of us and you don't know how they're going to affect you so my personal opinion and like fucking choose what you you know think for yourself 
is why put toxic chemicals in your body for a bit of validation? Because the bottom line is it doesn't even fix the validation issue. Your breast implants don't make you feel good enough. You still don't feel good enough, right? It's like it makes your ego feel good enough, but it doesn't make you feel good enough like deep inside your subconscious. And that's why you need to do the deeper work. So if you want to get breast implants, maybe you like owe it to yourself to like do queen alchemy and then, and then you know, wait a couple months and then be like, okay, do I still want the breast implants? Okay. And if you're with, and if it's about a man, if you're with a loving man, he's not going to give two fucks. So many men are bum dudes. I ask men, I'm like, are you a boob dude or a bum dude? They're like a bum dude. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like I've got, I've got a bum, so it's fine. I'm like, but I'm like, can you love my boobs a bit more? <laughs> so many men are bum dudes anyway. Um, so anyway, what, what, what I was going to also say is that the media is really making us used to the plump lips, the long eyelashes, the long nails, the, the, you know, the shiny foreheads that don't move. You know, I was only thinking about this the other day. I was looking in the mirror and I was like, oh my God, I have some lines on my forehead. And I was like, no, 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 Monica, that's normal. The only reason why you're like, holy shit, my forehead really moves is because nobody else's moves these days, right? That is why I'm like, um, and you know, there's natural solutions to this. I guasha every day. I have a fuckload of collagen in my diet. I eat really well, lots of bone broth. And that makes my skin young and youthful, makes my body stay youthful. I do Pilates to keep my boobs perky. I do lots of breast massage, lots of feminine embodiment. All those things give me a natural boob job. They make my boobs bigger. When I am having like, when I'm in a cycle where I'm so in my feminine, I'm so sexual, having fuckloads of sex, all that kind of stuff. My boobs will get like literally a whole cup bigger because my heart is so open. When my heart is so open, my boobs get so fucking open, right? So if you want a natural boob job, get into your feminine, do this deeper work because you will get a boob job. I'm telling you, like so many of my, I mean, I can't guarantee it, but so many girls in Queen Alchemy, their boobs will grow. And it's just because of this like embodiment, um, kind of work okay so I want to go through some of the more sciencey things for you guys when it comes to breast implant and loss disease and I have a document from the FDA I was doing some research I have a document from the FDA about the different uh, chemicals and different you know things and and problems that can arise with breast implants um, with a uh, with breast implant um, issues, right? So let's just go through some of them and I'm going to put the link below so that you can also read, um, this as well. So some of the, oh, let me go a bit higher up. Where am I? Okay. So obviously we, and a lot of us know about how your breast implants can rupture. Okay. Here's additional information on consequences of rupture from breast implants. I also want to mention that this document of warning signs is 42 pages long. So if that gives you any indication, there you go. 42 pages, pages long. Okay. So I'm going to skim this. So Obviously, um, you've got, you know, the scar tissue that normally forms around the breast implant may tighten over time and compress the implant, making it feel firm and leading to what is called a capsula contracture. So this is more common after an, an infection or whatever. But if you read this page, it's page 14. You can read a little bit about that. And you've got grade one all the way to grade four. You've got then a reoperation where you may have to have additional surgeries um, to change your implant. Or, you know, if you've had a rupture or you've had an infection or you've had, um, you know, a regular raised scarring or or there's asymmetry, then you might have to have another operation, which again is not a healthy thing for your body to be going through a bunch of um, operations. Um, cool. And then you've got obviously implant removal. That's a whole other trauma for your body. You've got pain. You can have a lot of pain um, 
uh, post breast implant surgery, um, especially especially if there is improper size, improper placement, surgical technique problems, um, or obviously the rupture itself. You can have changes in nipple and breast sensation. So your nipple and your breast can decrease, so it can increase or decrease after implant surgery, uh, and are typically lost after completing the mastectomy. Okay, that's obviously a mastectomy thing. Um, so uh, what was I going to say? So yeah, there can be um, a loss of sensation in the skin or breast um, breast tissue as well as the nipple. Um, you can have a change in sensitivity all the way from no feeling to like um, being, it being oversensitive. Um, some of these changes can be temporary, but then they also can be permanent. This may also affect the patient's sexual response or ability to nurse. FYI. Um, infection. Obviously, an infection can occur with any surgery or implant. Um, most infections result from surgery will appear within a few days to a few weeks after the operation. However, it is possible to get it at any time. The breast and the nipple piercing. Okay, that's a different situation. I'm gonna, I don't want to go too much into that. Um, symptoms include sudden fever, vomiting, diarrhea, fainting, dizziness, and or sunburn like rash. That sounds really beautiful. Um, then you've got obviously unsatisfactory results. You've got breastfeeding complications. Um, so that's obviously, that speaks for itself. Um, you've got calcium deposits in the tissue around the implant. So calcium deposits can form in the tissue capsules surrounding the implant and symptoms may include pain, pain and firmness. Deposits of calcium can be seen on mammograms and can be mistaken for possible cancer, resulting in an additional surgery for biopsy and a removal of the implant to distinguish calcium deposits from cancer. Like, why would you want to have to go through a fucking additional surgery, right? Um... Cool. And then you've obviously got, um, what are some other ones? Delayed wound healing. You've got breast tissue atrophy. <sighs> you've got chest wall deformity. So the wall of your chest can actually deform. Um, and I actually want to say, I went to, a, I went to school with a girl who had a little bit of a deformed chest on one side. One of her, one, like her chest was a bit deformed on one, on her left side or right side. So her breast was deformed. So she, I'm pretty sure she ended up getting, um, I'm not friends with her anymore. I'm pretty sure she ended up getting like some sort of breast, um, breast reconstruction, which again, it's a different story, right? Because like half of her chest wall is like not sitting correctly. And that's like a little bit of a, that's a bit of a different case personally for me than someone that's got like fine boobs and just wants better or like bigger boobs. That makes sense. Uh, maybe she didn't even get them done because she decided that she wasn't going to be insecure about it. Like whatever is up to her. Right. Um, okay. What else? Um, okay. Other reported, other reported conditions, connective tissue disease, that's fantastic. Cancer, breast cancer, brain cancer, respiratory lung cancer, cervical and vulva cancer, and then other cancers as well. One one study has reported an increased incidence of stomach cancer and leukemia in women with breast implants compared to the general population. Um cervical and vulva cancer one study has reported an increased incidence of cervical and vulva cancer in women with breast implants um another one studies have reported an increased incidence of respiratory and lung cancer in women who have breast implants you've then also got one of my favorites which is neurological disease you've got suicide you know several in several studies a higher incidence of suicide was observed in women with breast implants and then of course they'll say the reason for the observed increase is unknown blah blah, blah and they'll try and like back themselves um anyway and i'm like no it's fucking ruin if you think about it it's ruining your hormones it's it can give you autoimmune issues thyroid issues 
It can give you inflammation in your body, which then affects your brain. It affects your ability to think clearly. It affects your mood. It affects you, and that affects your hormones. It affects your libido. It affects, you know, your zest for life, your serotonin levels, your dopamine levels, and that's what causes the suicide. So when you actually go through the funnel, it makes perfect sense. Then there's obviously an effect on children with a small amount of silicon may pass through from the breast implant silicon shell into the breast milk during breastfeeding. Okay, that's fucking fantastic. Potential health consequences of gel bleed, which I don't need to go into. Anyway, you guys understand that there is some serious fucking complications that can come with breast implant surgery. Now, if you also were to look up breast implants, um, I'm going to find this again, breast implant uh, ingredients, implant I can't even pronounce these words. And that's a rule of thumb. If you can't pronounce an ingredient, you don't fucking shove it in your body. If you can't pronounce something on the back of a food box, don't fucking eat it. If you can't figure out what something is on the back of a cosmetic box, don't fucking use it, right? So if we were to look at um, the chemical makeup of silicon gel, we've got methyl ethyl ketone, which is a neurotoxin. You've got something else or rather neurotoxin. Another thing I can't pronounce, another, another alcohol, acetone, some polyvinyl chloride. That sounds fucking amazing. Amine. I got ethyl acetate. I'm I'm so bad at pronouncing words. Um. Anyway, like a pile of shit. Zinc oxide to uh, you got hex hexon to hexanone. Whatever the fucking that is. You got ethyl ethylene oxide, which is a carcinogen. Another neurotoxin. Printing ink printing ink you've got metal cleaning acid color pigments as release agents amazing heavy metals such as aluminum and and platinum silica there is just a pile of shit that i would not be shoving in my body right so so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to put these links of the FDA thing that I found that kind of went through some of the symptoms, um, sorry, some of the complications that can arise. And then I'm also going to, and you can do your own research and then it's a hard find, breast implant illness disease is everywhere. And then I'm also going to link um, the list of some of the known, FYI, known, there can be unknown and un, undisclosed ingredients and in things, people, like don't fall prey to this shit. Um some of the known ingredients in breast implants. So you can look at them below. And I just hope this episode kind of opened your eyes. And I just really want you guys to invite yourself to tune into your heart, tune into your body. Like if you were to really ask your heart, like, do I, does my soul, like, do I want breast implants? Can you be like, fuck no, bitch. But your ego is like, yes, yes, yes. The more that you tune into your body, the more that you love your body. And I don't mean like, oh, love your body. Like fucking self-love thing that's just thrown around. Like it's a loose fucking word. I mean, like when you love your body, it's not like, oh my God. Yeah. Like self-love. It's like, duh. It's, it's, it's not even like a thing, if that makes sense. Like I love myself so much, but it's not even like an, I love myself thing. It's actually like a, it's like a, of course, like my body is providing me, like my body is helping me to walk around every day. Like it keeps me going. It is protecting me. It's providing for me. Like, why would I shove something in my body that it doesn't want? Like my body, not my brain, not my ego, my body is like, please don't put chemicals in me. My ego is like, oh, like, yeah, give me big tits. Well, not me, but like your ego. 
but your body is not saying that your body wants health your body wants to be your body wants support because our modern society is quite like hard on our body especially if you live in like a big city like New York or something like that like if you like that's quite hard on your body even like when I'm skiing every day I'm living in the mountains but it is so hard on your body when you're skiing I've got a friend who um does like a crazy amount of skiing and you know a few years ago I think it was she was saying like she's burnt herself out so fucking badly and destroyed her body from skiing all the time and skiing is great for you like it's the fresh air it's the exercise and it's so much stress on your body. You're at high altitude. There's less oxygen. You're, you know, you're doing these crazy, like you're skiing for hours a day, like six, eight hours a day in the freezing cold, right? Like that is so hard on your body and we're made to move, but we're not made to like slaughter ourselves every day with exercise. Um, so even skiing every day is so hard on your body. Like we have these different stresses. If you like work on a farm in the heat every day, that's really hard on your body. So our body is already like fighting for us every day. Why do we need to shove something else and put something else on its plate? I personally think we don't need to. And if you deeply respect your body, you deeply honor your body and you are grateful for the fact that your body provides for you every day. If you deeply think about yourself like that, then you wouldn't, it wouldn't even cross your fucking mind to like put that kind of shit in your body. When, when I see most women putting stuff in their body like that, it's generally always coming from like, um, I'm looking better place. Even if they don't want to admit it, I can see it of like they feel sexier or they feel more confident. And I'm not saying it's bad to feel more confident and sexy, but I'm also saying, can that not, the question I want to leave you with actually, this is a good ending. The question I want to leave you with ladies is what you want for your physical body. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. Like fucking love your physical body. I, like I was saying before, I do Pilates and I exercise and I do my hair and whatever for a physical look. I'm not denying that. But can, this is the question, can you love your body without trying to change it? Can you love your body? Can you feel sexy in your body without having a physical toxin shoved into it? Whether that's going to the gym more, whether it's eating healthier, whether it's doing your hair a different way, right? Whether it's getting your eyebrows waxed, right? Can you feel sexy without having to go under the knife that's really the word because it's like you can change your body you can you can say I want to feel sexy and I need to change my body that's fine but can you do that without going under the knife that's the real question that is a real question because I'm not going to deny saying I feel sexier when I've done a bunch of Pilates I felt like a fucking fat sloth when I had my ski accident because I couldn't do jack shit I lay in bed all day with a uh, with a numb ass and I felt super shit and I felt super unsexy and I felt super gross in my body and when I'm doing Pilates every day when I'm skiing whatever it is I feel way sexier I'm not denying that one bit right when I put a bunch of makeup on or not a bunch I don't actually put that much makeup on but when I put makeup on when I do a red lip I feel sexier I'm so not denying that but I don't go under the knife. Well, I, I had my jaw surgery. I've also had leg surgery, but they were not for like, um, I actually really didn't want to get it done. Anyway, you can listen to that episode about it. I'm glad that I got it done. But at the time I did not want to get it done. I am glad I got it done and I needed to get it done for physical reasons. I didn't look like my face was sliding off my face when I was 50. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I want to leave you with. So I hope this episode has kind of like opened your eyes. Um, This is not a rant. This is not coming from a place of like 
hatred towards anyone that's done this or that they're wrong because your choices are never wrong because you're when you make a choice for something there's always going to be a part of you that thinks this is what I needed to do so even if you're sitting here being like oh my god I've gotten this boob job because I was trying to get daddy's validation or I was trying to get validation from men or feel loved or feel enough don't feel shit about yourself right now because in that moment of that decision you 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 made the right decision because that's what you felt like you had to do does that make sense so I don't want you to feel like it's wrong what you've done because you know one of the rules of NLP is that everyone makes the, everyone makes the right decision based on like their information they've been given so that was your right decision in that moment and maybe now you've changed your mind but that was your right decision in that moment and like that's okay it's okay if you now like fuck I wish I didn't get it done um or whatever it is um and yeah like it's okay if you feel like oh my God, I've been thinking this whole time that I want to get my lips done because then I'll feel better about myself or, you know, I'll feel like more quote unquote normal. And now I'm like, shit, why has I been thinking that? That's okay for you to think that because we live in a world where we're being brainwashed. There's nothing, there's no shame that you need to feel for that. And this is why I've done this episode to hopefully make some of you guys aware so you can like kind of snap yourself out of being brainwashed essentially by the media and society and just this really subliminal subconscious programming, right? It's so minor, but it's so fucking big. Anyway, we're going to have a guest on soon um, to talk about her breast implant illness disease kind of journey and getting them out and why she got them out and all that kind of stuff. So stay tuned for that. Otherwise, ladies, have a lovely day. Um, Also, do not forget Queen Alchemy is open for enrollment. So please make sure that you um, send us an email. Um, The link is below. So all the details, the price, everything is on that website page. Um, and then yeah, just send Sarah an email so we can make sure that you're a good fit for it. And we will happily welcome you in this round. is going to be bigger because of the new way that I'm structuring it. So I'm going to be doing less rounds per year, but having the rounds bigger and you'll have a longer period of time to do your one-on-one. Cause normally I say you have to do the one-on-one in the seven week period, but now I'm just extending it. So I'm not spending so much time, um, every year doing, um, the group calls and that way I'll just do two rounds of the group calls and then I can fit more I can actually be able to fit more people in this way because I will not lose as many hours in the year if that makes sense anyway all that's there have an amazing day share this episode with a friend if you haven't already please share it on your Instagram send me a message if it resonated for you um, and yeah please remember that like none of this is about like hating on anyone that's done a pile of work on themselves um, physically that is um, it's just about like hopefully helping some Especially if we are. Alright, bye guys.